2: Hello everybody, happy Monday to you, November 22nd, 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM, stop me if you've heard this before, but we're having some technical difficulties at the Big X Sports Radio, Um, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, all basically here for, for what it's worth. Roush, how are you, buddy?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I uh, got a text this morning. and just said, how um, how are we doing uh, or how, how are you looking? And I thought like you were just being, you know, just wanting to know how I was doing this morning. And I, I thought I was clever when I said I'm looking pretty fly for a white guy. Uh, it turns out, no, you were asking, can we record a podcast? Luckily, we've jumped through some hoops. We've made it happen. But it was, uh, uh, you know, just an eventful Monday morning. It's going to be an eventful week here at the Big X Sports Radio.
2: Yeah, I feel like half the time I I don't understand what you're saying in our text thread. Um, Generally something just out of the blue that isn't relevant to the conversation that is pertaining to us. But, yes, Justin texted us at like 740 and was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to record the show. We'll be able to go on live over the air, but I don't know if we're going to be able to oh texter just said off to a rip roar and start on the am so i'm guessing it's just like everything's not not the way that we want to start it's as simple as adobe not being able to start back up on the station computer it makes no sense roush
0: yeah you 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 would think that like oh adobe you just click the icon it opens up you press record and but... then
2: quick thinking roush he's like all right i've got a way that we can record the the audio that we're going to be putting together that way like you know there's a little part of us that's like we we're a big podcast heavy show here if we can't get the podcast recording it's
0: uh right and what's the point you know it's like there
2: is a there is a point to it but it's kind of just like is it really is is the live show for however many is listening is it really worth it yeah i think i think you're right
0: right right um but hey we figured it out um, if we sort of put a band aid on it, if nothing else, even if it sounds like poop over the air, we can fire out a uh, fire podcast because we've got a lot to talk about this week. Louisville fans uh, think they can win this football game, TJ. It's hilarious, it's comedy, and I, I I love it. The the optimism is just staggering and it's hilarious. I love it so much. Uh, man, this is it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be fun chirping at the cards all week, but we we should talk about what happened Friday and Saturday before we get to that right
2: yeah yeah we should it, it is 2019 all over again I mean it's like literally the exact same thing
0: same people for the most part too Scott oh, yes. is tots Mikhail Cutner no uh, wait was he Mikhail and Malik then I don't know uh, he was probably Malik I think he had the last year, he he was bad when he was McHale. So we're just going to call him McHale all week. Okay. Good to you.
2: Yeah. I I don't, I don't remember which one it it was, but it's it's the exact same thing where it's like, I, I, I get it from a standpoint, Hey, Louisville kind of been playing their best football the last few weeks. Don't really look too hard at the opponents during that time, uh, but they've kind of turned it around. Kentucky coming off a three-game skid. Now they're playing bad teams. It is just funny how, like, Louisville beats up bad teams. (laughs) Kentucky beats up bad teams. Oh, man. I don't know. They're going the wrong direction. Uh, and from a statistical standpoint, Kentucky was much better this past weekend yeah. than Louisville was. Duke, New Mexico State, obviously you probably lean the power five more talented, but Duke is really, really bad. I mean, make no mistake about it. So is New Mexico State, but both teams did exactly what they should. The difference is, Roush, Kentucky had the stats, had the both one by 40 or whatever it was. Uh, Kentucky had the four turnovers or had the, the multiple turnovers in that game. That's really the only difference mm-hmm. over the last two weeks between the two teams. Both have beaten up on just really, really bad teams. Syracuse probably the best of the bunch, but let's not act like I mean, got, anything special.
0: Yeah, they got smoked on Saturday as well. Too. The ACC
2: is terrible. It's I, so bad. I, I think anytime anybody hears it from me, it's automatically like a bias sort of deal. It's not. It like Clemson just took the best team in the ACC and beat the absolute snot out of them. Made it look super easy. And who who did not think that Wake Forest was a fraud? Everybody oh my knew gosh. Wake Forest was and, a fraud. Uh, and, and, and the, the point the best that team. maybe Pittsburgh.
0: The the thing that really bugs me about that too, TJ, is that you can find metrics to support that the ACC isn't bad. Uh, Like I saw Mangus tweeting out SP+. It was like, see, look, uh, Wobbles hasn't had a bad loss all year. Uh, All the teams that they've lost to are in the top 50. And it's like, well, because all of those metrics value points. They don't value defense at all. And this is the best defense levels face all year, right? I mean, uh, uh, Clemson's might be – Clemson's is probably better. So second best defense they'll face all year, one or two. And yeah, Kentucky could, fans are really like, no, this defense ain't going to cut it. It's like, dude, the defense had like six, four, three and outs. Like uh, th- they did not give up. A defense,
2: touchdown. Uh, we, we Gosh, we got to talk about Saturday. We got to talk about Friday. We're going to talk about everything. The defense didn't give up a touchdown. <laughs> no, it's like there's a very – people- and people like were tweeting me at halftime. We're on pace to give up 450. We're on pace also not to give up a touchdown. That's pretty damn good, too. <laughs> going to be pretty hard to be mad at a defensive performance that doesn't give up a touchdown. Probably going to win a lot of games if your defense doesn't give up a touchdown. I don't care if you're playing against Popcorn State or against Alabama. If you don't give up a touchdown, that's a good recipe to put yourself in a position to win. How, gosh, what happened? To uk football fans it's like, it's it's so how, how can we why are we so down on
0: ourselves over losing three football games we used to lose three times as many in a year like what where, where, where i don't know where this all came from maybe we got spoiled on good defense because kentucky had top 25 defenses the last two three years but this yeah. is still a solid yes they make some there's some times where you're like gosh what are they doing But it's, you know, once every 10 plays or so. It's not that bad. It could be a lot worse. New Mexico State, shout out to them for dropping some very wide open passes too and making it easier. But like, a lot of Kentucky's best defensive players didn't play. How many times did you see down J-square in the game? Not much. Uh, Jordan Wright didn't play. Uh, Bully McCall had a walking boot on after halftime. Like, they just didn't... They didn't play their guys. They're keeping them fresh for this oval game. And you know what? They still did all right. So I, I enjoyed Saturday. I think it was a lesson, though, And some of the folks that were online during the game. I, I feel like most people who are actually normal level-headed, level-headed were just like, all right, Kentucky's winning by a lot. I don't need to tweet anything. But the people who wanted to have their opinions shared were just still very angry. Like, perfection was not enough. At, at one point, Kentucky had 42 points on 43 plays. He's getting 11 yards of play, and they were still just like raw, 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 raw. they aren't putting them away. And it's like, oh, so is, does Bo Allen need to run for a touchdown? Okay, he'll run for a touchdown. It, it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> I yeah,
2: guess. yeah. Uh, there, there's, 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 there's so much. There's so much here. W- was the defense like? There is also some people that think that like the way that Kentucky's going to cover, uh, and majority times under Stoops, like there are going to be openings in a zone. And and at times you're just going to kind of give up some plays that that's going to happen. Thankfully, there were a few times New Mexico state did just drop open, open passes that happens, but we can't penalize the defense for again, not giving up a (laughs) touchdown. I just, I don't quite understand it, but Roush, nothing we say today about football, nothing we say all week, happy Thanksgiving week, everybody, by the Mm -hmm. way, nothing we say all week is going to matter It's just beat Louisville or don't beat Louisville. That's how this season is being judged now. It's as simple as that. You beat Louisville. Hey, nine and three. Oh, that three game skid sure did suck. That Tennessee loss. But nine and three. Or eight and four. Disaster season. Who cares what bowl game you go to? This was just the worst. This was the worst. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We can try to convince Kentucky folks to get their chins held high, it's rivalry week. Kentucky is the 8-3 and team going into this game, the one that has won the last two meetings by a bajillion points. And it's still the Kentucky fans that need to be talked up, and it's the Louisville fans that need to be talked down. We do this every time, folks. Kentucky is a better football team than Louisville. Kentucky is going to beat Louisville until Louisville starts getting those dudes in the trenches. I'm not worried about this game. You can make a case that Cunningham's the best player out on the field on Saturday. Very well, could be. He has had an unbelievable year, yep. and my respect for him has grown immensely this year. Not that it's ever been like personal or anything like that, but talking about in terms of the game of football, he he has literally carried U of L to the finish line this season. He has done everything virtually by himself, if not for a, a, a dude named Lamar Jackson. This is the most electric quarterback in the history of U of L football but it's just he's a few years after Lamar and Lamar could do things that just normal humans couldn't do on a football field. Uh, And he would fumble occasionally, which was always a really good time. Cunningham is amazing. Roush. I weirdly, weirdly, weirdly have faith that. I think Stoops has a pretty good idea of how they're going to want to go about stopping a one man show, all things considered.
0: Well, and I I mentioned Jordan Wright earlier. That's going to be huge to, to getting things back on page. And I also think when you watched uh, new Mexico States quarterback scramble a little bit, when you're playing a guy like that, you're going to be more aggressive, you know um, you're going to go for the kill shot. So naturally there are times where uh, that guy is going to be able to make one little, little move and get out of the way. Whereas they're going to be a lot more, I don't know if reserves the, the right way, but this week is all about, being disciplined in your rush lanes, keeping your outside shoulder free. Uh, I, I'm not going to be mad at defensive tackles for getting overly aggressive on a twist and trying to, to 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 go for the sack when they're they're peeling around from the outside, but they can't do it this week. Mike uh, Cunningham is it's a, it's a one man band, and uh, TJ last I checked. There's 11 people in a football field, and really, I can't even. Because even Lamar had some help, right? I mean, he, he had a couple of decent receivers. I mean, I yeah, just. Yeah, they're,
2: they're, they're receiving core. And Jordan Watkins has been better than I thought. Like, he, he'd be a nice number three on this Kentucky team, I bet. Uh, but even then, his numbers are basically just half of Wondell Robinson's, which, you know, Wando's having a hell of a year. But uh, Jordan Watkins is their number one receiver, where it's like, all right, Kentucky secondary has had their struggles. But are you really going to let, like, a Jordan Watkins yeah. torch And, again, no disrespect to Jordan Watkins, He's having a better year than I thought. But if that's your number one, oh, okay. Like, you can – and the Tyler uh, Harrell guy, he, he's he's a speedster. But, goodness gracious, he just dropped a – like, he, he's got a bad case of the drop sees, But But he, he's got some speed. He can kind of take the top off the defense a little bit, something to keep an eye on. And Cunningham's not the most accurate on his deep throws. That's why it, it's – Yes, Kentucky secondary has struggled, but again, Louisville is going to have to make the plays against them. And I, I still don't think I think the talent advantage is still on Kentucky's side, despite Cunningham again being so elusive. At least from a throwing standpoint, I still just don't think it's this huge advantage. I bet Kentucky will give up a big player too. Yeah, show them yeah. the ability to do that. Unfortunately, yeah. I think for the course of sixty minutes, they win this advantage. But we do have all week to talk about this. Right, Justin, right. can you can you talk to us? Are you there?
1: I believe so, yeah. Can you hear me? You well, it's you the screen. Really, yes.
2: You sound almost more clear than what we normally do here. Wow. Good so, Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Uh, I don't know. How are we doing, buddy? We're doing. I'm doing great. Really little, good.
1: Little little, uh, I don't want to put this, uh, doing things a new way this morning, which is always uncomfortable for me, but we made it happen. Good.
2: Well, let's talk. talk that out. Talk. To, what, what are we doing new this morning? Why are we doing new things well, Thanksgiving week of UK L game? So basically, this is pretty inside baseball, but normally we
1: use Google Meet. Today, we're using Zoom because one of our, let's say, weekend hosts closed down the Adobe and the whole system needs an upgrade before we can open Adobe again, uh, which is how we record the show. So we have to do it via Zoom so Nick can record the show so the podcasters don't get left out.
0: So that one actually makes more sense, TJ. We just kept putting off the updating for so long that now oh yeah. in order to update it's it's going to take like 12
1: hours. So the the Adobe never gets <laughs> shut down. So it's never been an issue. But if that gets closed out, Adobe needs Windows 10 to run. We are running on Windows 6. <laughs> so Yeah, I've got, I've got a little bit of an update to do after the show today. I
0: think that I don't think they went like 6 7 8 9 then 10, but I, there was definitely two more in between there. Um, yeah, I would think so. That's
2: <laughs> Okay. And oh, I I I am very appreciative of all your efforts. Why weren't we on the air until 7:11?
1: Because well, we had to figure out the whole Zoom thing.
2: Yeah, but we—I think we started talking though at like seven oh six. Oh,
1: I get what you're saying. Um, because it was new; it's just new settings for me. I apologize to the couple texters that texted in. It'll be on the podcast. So there we go. Um, yeah, sounds right, good.
2: I, I, and secondly, it sounds like you just explained the situation in twenty seconds. You did a great job. Makes sense to me. I think it makes mm-hmm. sense to Roush. What was Trevor doing until one thirty? If you just explained that you just needed to update Windows, now that I have no idea, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. I, was I have telling no it house idea. What before we was. went on the air, it's like I, I love that we had Trevor working on it until one thirty. But what's our confidence level that he was even doing something remotely? Correct. Constructive. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, I know deal. he just wasn't making things significantly worse in his effort <laughs> to try to fix the problem.
0: He, he was trying to get the files out of the computer, and he just threw it from the <laughs>
2: <laughs> the files. <laughs> uh, that yeah, was on the other day, I, watched I don't it really know what. Great reference.
1: I don't really know what he was doing until one forty-five in the morning. But if <laughs> he would have just downloaded this ten, might have been able to work this morning. But instead, I got to wait till after our show to do it because I can't use the computer while we upload it
2: everybody's doing their best especially aye, aye, aye. our favorite producer always something but Justin, Justin Kalen it really is it really is and it's like Roush. this is our time to shine we're gonna we're gonna have I'm sure some Louisville haters listening uh, we'll, a bunch of Cats fans listening it's a big week we got the game time 7:30 at Papa Murphy's on Saturday <laughs> bring your heavy jackets folks it's going to be chilly
0: Apparently there's some early rain in the forecast as well. That well, just, I,
2: I think by night that rain's gonna turn into snow if it's if it's still persistent.
0: That'd be great. Get get a snowy beat down of the cards at Papa Murphy's Cardinal Stadium.
1: Gosh. Y'all ever had a snow game in that series?
0: <sighs> no. It's uh, it's only been the end of the year for a handful of years. So I and in fact, I can't remember a time that Kentucky football has ever played a game in the snow. Can you, TJ?
2: Uh, the follow-up Mississippi State game from game day, it was snowing during that game, but it was not a snow game. Kentucky's definitely played in a snow game at some point. No, I that, can't. Rem- yeah, I yeah. can't remember it, but yeah, you're right. Um, it was it was snowy in that Mississippi State game though, and that game was still in. I think it was like October 30th. It
0: was late. Yeah, it was. Like it that. was. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um,
2: uh, but maybe Saturday potentially, and. I, I have been to every UK U of L football game since like 2005 or no 2000 and, no, 2005 or 2003, uh, and then I went to one before that. That's why I'm getting so confused about it. Anyways, move past it. There's never been worse weather in the UK U of L series than the last one,
0: 2019. Yeah, that was, was bad
2: by far. The worst weather kind of goes back to our Green Bay-Pittsburgh debate. That was Pittsburgh weather yeah, for that yeah. uk U L game. It was like freezing rain. It was windy as all get out. And I thought I was so smart getting like buying my tickets for that game specifically undercover. And I was like, aha, we'll be out of this nasty rain stuff. But I was actually in the wind tunnel. So an already windy day, it was like hurricane winds where I was nonstop. So, yes, we were dry, but we had like – the, the coldest, coldest weather that I've had at a U.K. football game, that was totally miserable. Um, now, did I stay and watch the end of it because Kentucky was just completely walloping? Yeah, I did. But did my wife and some of the other L people we were with leave early because the weather was so bad? They did as well. So both those things are are true in this situation.
0: Man, uh, this was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun to watch Lynn Bowden run all over. And Bowden back in Lexington – last weekend I, I wonder if scott satterfield started shaking when he heard that bowden was in the commonwealth
2: yeah Start i think putting I think his
0: l's down real quick cool. oh no, no no get the l's out of here please 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 mister I'll, well he's i'll put my l's down
2: if you go away please he's learned what the what the rivalry means now roush oh
1: yeah he didn't he's know learned.
2: it he didn't know it in 2019 of course <laughs> except before the game he said how much he knows the rivalry and he gets it it didn't take long to understand it and all that stuff but now he really gets it gets
0: oh it. did any of his players immediately start talking trash after the game because that's what kentucky's did and i loved it loved every single second of it
2: well uh, honestly yeah U L's players didn't i didn't see that kentucky's players did so that's good i thought you were gonna make a joke that like of course U L's players did because they always do do they
0: though i thought they were scared of kentucky
2: no I mean, that's, they that's always it. they they're always they're always
0: chirpy oh good well uh Kentucky's are as well it was funny because uh Tim Sullivan was there and he was asking a lot of Louisville questions and uh like just, just some of the interactions that Tim Sullivan has with young adults it just I I just
2: man they play my old Kentucky home before and after the game with Tim was Tim okay they didn't make a scene in the press box no
0: didn't make a scene didn't make a scene okay. um but yeah Quandre mosley was like you know it's not really a rivalry i mean i have friends that play for Louisville, so it's going to be more fun to beat them um he was like oh so you're confident he's like yeah like yeah. We're, gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to beat them <laughs> like uh and then uh wandell robinson his, his was cuz he's one of those he's like you know i know it's crazy like i grew up in frankfurt which is you know there's there's a lot of i, I think you get some split alliances in in that county, quite a bit. It's it's on the road in between the two, and he, you know, he grew up playing football on the level. Um, so he's like, you know, like it's I, I get it. I was never really a bigger big fan of either one growing up, but I, I totally get it. And uh until I got to the recruiting aspect, how that plays into it, and he just like looks directly in the camera. And he's like, listen, they didn't even recruit me. So if you want to play at a school, all you kids out there, you know which one you need to play for, which is just like. I think Vince just was sitting there waiting for him at the door, like "Good job, buddy.
2: Good job." Yeah, you gotta love hearing that. It's <sighs> the week you want to hear those things. We need to hear more of them. You should, uh, you should talk to old Susan Lax, and we should get a player on this week. That'd be a good time.
0: Ooh, we should also uh, see if we can get a, a Louisville player from the state of Kentucky. There's what one that they've recruited to
1: in the last wow. five years. Wow. So we could get them all on.
2: Yeah. Wow. It's a good point. That's a good point. Um, we've got a request out to Mike Rutherford to talk some cards with us at some point this week. So we'll we'll maybe figure out a date if that. See yeah. if that's gonna. We got to make that
0: happen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because uh, I, a, I, I, I,
0: I I have done I, I said this last week I did a, a, a an amateur poll amongst Louisville fans and I I do think that. Louisville fans are as confident that they'll lose as some Kentucky fans are that Kentucky will win. Now, granted, my, my Kentucky people that I see are mostly online. So they're like, everything's always going bad or like the sky is falling. Like, I don't know that they score points and it's like, Oh yeah. So, but I do get the sense that most Louisville fans uh, are smart enough to know that like, yeah, it's going to take a lot to beat this team. So
2: no they're... I don't I don't think, I mean they were they're, they are favorites. They think that they're going to win. I mean, Vegas thinks they're going to win. They think they' I think you're totally off on that. I think the majority mm. of their fan base thinks that they're going to win. It's Gosh, too, it really hilarious. is 2019 all over again. They, I... they did not think that they were losing in 2019.
0: What what is surprising to me, TJ, is that the the money is actually gone on Louisville. I saw it at two and a half last night. So uh, this guy is going to be making a little pit stop in Indiana on his way to Lexington today.
2: Yeah, and I'm going to be. I, I still, actually, the 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 I had a I had a great weekend. I yeah. Nobody cares about fantasy. I'm not going to get into it. just absolutely devastating. Had a good gambling weekend despite getting raped over the coals by U of L butt slappers over the weekend (laughs) but our our home field picks of the week we we've got a we've got a new leader in the clubhouse if believe it or not and i still not a
0: winning record but no
2: well it's 500 though 500 so so
0: annoying
2: after being 12 and 18 folks i am 18 and 18 now
0: well dan mullen he can suck it um
2: Oh, we got to talk about that too. Gosh, yep, yep. two hours are going to be enough today?
0: Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We but yeah, shall NFL.
2: See. NFL wasn't very kind to me. Not not in the slightest, actually. So that was that was a disaster. But the Packers, the whole the whole shebang. Who knows if we'll even get to it? All right, this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We got to talk some basketball. Go. Cats played on Friday night. Let's uh, yeah, first that was time we we'll get a chance yeah. to discuss that. And there's a lot more to get to. So don't go anywhere. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker. I know that, dude.
2: And Rausch. Walker! Yeah! Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96, one FM 1450 AM TJ Walker. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. Monday hits a little different though on, on Thanksgiving week. It's not as bad. It's not as bad during rivalry week. It's not as bad, Roush, because I'm going to make plans to go to Salseritas later this afternoon.
0: Mm, that's a nice little pre-Thanksgiving treat. Nice little, get little treat. Way. Get through the, the early work week. Man. Great decision. Great decision. Where are you going to go with it? Salseritas.
2: Now I'll get the cheesy just have the cheese melt right down on the quesadilla when you take a bite in it and then the the perfectly seasoned fresh meats i generally go with chicken if i'm feeling really froggy i'll get the chicken and steak combo Mm. oh the combo wow and there's been a few times where uh, nobody tell mr miss Salseritas, but Mm -hmm. hannah will get the kids quesadilla yeah pretty good value pretty good value I mean, it's uh that that's like a if you really wanted to like you know roush well let, let the belt loose and this is the week to do it you know mm-hmm. like you get a burrito and then your side is like a kid's quesadilla <laughs> but you're sauceritas, not a kid like i said don't tell mr or mrs sauceritas about this justin that's that's moral uh, that's unethical tj but they don't mind at Salceritas because any way you want it, you can have it and wildly addictive chips. Wildly yeah. addictive. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. If you're having a Friendsgiving, a Thanksgiving, you're having family in, you don't do the, the whole turkey thing, kitchen needing renovations, undergoing updates, whatever else is going on, have them cater. Have them cater your holidays. Download the app. You can do it all from your phone at Salceritas deliciously. Different. Roush, people forget it's also a game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call. People do forget that. Play tonight.
0: Yeah, the bas- basket. <laughs> oh, basket cats. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. Um... Take on
2: Albany. Looking to keep this win streak going. Some folks will get in a little nervous on Friday night. Uh, a tie game with about, what, 14 minutes to go? Something uh, right around there. And then the cats just.
0: Well, the door is To awesome. a different
2: level, they woke up. I think it was what a twenty-nine to eleven run or whatever it was, and they get a an easy win. Don't really sweat it out. Come the under-eight timeout, really at all, and uh, it was moving in the right direction at the under-twelve timeout. Roush, what would you make of a Friday night's game?
0: Tye Tye Washington, that's the the Tye Washington. I was waiting to see. He was awesome. Uh, re- really. Really love to see him making some big shots, finishing at the rim. He had a couple hard-and ones. Also love that he was flexing just the entire length of the floor. He was like an NFL player after they get an interception that has to like run the length of the field to go uh, flex into the camera. That was Tot Tot, and I loved every single second of it. He was incredible, and and I think that the the biggest takeaway you can have from this game is that Kentucky was tested – they had everything that could go wrong go wrong in that they were, you you had everybody in foul trouble. You had your other bigs out. You were forced to play a small lineup. Uh, Vander Sploot was hitting a bunch of threes early on, and yet they weathered the storm. Vander Scoot. I think that was his name. Vander Scoot.
2: I think think you had it right the first time. Vander Sploot. Yeah.
0: Vander Scooter. Uh, But – Kentucky had things go wrong. They took it to the chin, and then they delivered a nice one-two counter punch. Uh, a great win. That's the kind of like November games that you like against a solid team that went to the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, they gave their best effort. Uh, things didn't go your way, and you you still got a big win with your your freshman uh, of all people really shining bright, and and, and Keon Brooks too. Uh, he's one of those that um, we had somebody on the Kentucky roll call Facebook page kind of griping about him. And I had similar gripes. Like, there's, there's something about Keon, and, and I think it's when he gets inside and he gets pushed around a little bit that gets really frustrating. But, man, Keon kept playing aggressive. He knocked down some mid-range shots, and, and he rebounded really well. He was he was forced to play out of position, but he did what he had to do. And, hell, I think he finished with, what, 16 points? So, uh, great to see it from kind of both ends of the spectrum from Kentucky.
2: 22 points, Ralph.
0: 22 points. Was it
2: 22 points?
0: How many did Ty Ty have? Is it was that
2: I had 20 20?
0: Oh, wow! Wow. Uh,
2: so Brooks was the leading scorer for the Cats, he was the leading scorer in the game. I was pretty tough on him, but I, you know, that's just social media. And if people don't get too worked up about it, that's kind of just how social media should what should it should be right like you're posting your thoughts your opinions in the real moment how things are going Brooks was stinking it is so simple for Keon that I mean at least to me it is if you are open I there's few players I'd rather have shooting an open shot than Keon Brooks Uh, he's got a I've always been a believer in it even when they weren't dropping as much early on in his career Uh, he's just got a good stroke he's a he's a solid shooter if he's open you let it rip and Roush he seems to be the beneficiary number one on the team in terms of guys like leaving him just open yeah. and floating, whatever it may be. If he's open, let it rip. He doesn't need to be forcing shots. It's, it's just really that simple that he doesn't need to be doing. We talked about it before Friday. And unfortunately he was doing more of forcing things. He was trying to play point guard that one possession dribbled the ball right out of bounds. Uh, he was turning it over. He wasn't, being as aggressive defensively he's not the best stand in front of somebody defending he's just not um which they try to isolate him and they did that a little bit Ohio did and it worked out for him from time to time but the thing I love the most and if it's if it equaled egg on my face I'm all right with it I love that he wasn't playing well Roush and then Kentucky really needed them. Oscar was on the bench with two fouls, Mm -hmm. which I've got a point about that. I've got to get to here in a moment. Collins
0: had three. (laughs) I mean.
2: Yeah. And, you know, your your leader, point guard, and severe Wheeler, he was in foul trouble as well. And Keon Brooks started out horribly, shook off that rust, and turned it into one of his better games as a Wildcat. That's cool to see. That's a big deal. I, I was really impressed with him being able to do that. All right. All this being said, though. And I wasn't really worried about Kentucky losing. I thought it was going to – during the first half, I was like, okay, I understand why this is a 12-point spread. This is going to be pretty close. I still thought Kentucky was going to win. It ended up – I think I said they'd win by 16 or 18. They won by 18. So, got lucky on that one. But, Cal, you can play people with two fouls in the first half. I get so (laughs) sick of him doing this. And I know there's some traditionalists out there listening that may text into the Thornton text line – 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450 502-414-1450. 502 414 and say no, 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 it's Ohio. You don't need to be playing people with two that, all the more reason. This is Severe Wheeler who has played more SEC minutes than anybody else on this roster. And it's Oster Shibuy who has not played a lot of SEC minutes, but he's an experienced college basketball player. If you can't trust either one of those guys to go out there with two fouls and not pick up another one, I think we've got some bigger issues than than just that in its own little world. You got to be able to trust your players to go out there and not play aggressively. Uh, I would have liked to see that uh, put Oscar in there just to at least just to see you know go if he picked up his third foul, then all right, buddy. I don't know if we can trust you. I hate how Cal does that universally, and it's not yeah, just in last I, night or not not a, it's not just Friday night. It's a universal thing he does every right. game.
0: Right. Right. And I'm, I'm with you where, okay, you sit them down when they pick up their second, but maybe, you know, put them in with eight minutes to go and let them get a few more minutes in, especially to kind of inject a little bit of life back in before halftime. And I, and I also understand sitting Damian Collins, if he's got two or three, um, you know, in in his third college basketball game ever, he's, he's a young freshman. It's different with older players. I think you can give them a little bit more rope, um, so uh th- that we we've had this conversation before. it's like me and always switch it on ball screens. And hell, I'm even starting to come around on that because I think a lot of at least in this case, this year's team, Kentucky team, I think almost all of them can switch. I mean, even at Oscar, I think he moves well enough laterally. It's just more of a um I like this team can be able to do that, I think, for the most part. So uh the the I'm I'm with you on those bugaboos. But it was kind of interesting to see UK do the small lineup where you had Brooks, Hopkins. The problem was the guards they had in, it was like, should we get some more scores in here? Because I think it was uh, – I'm trying to remember who the guards were at the time, but it was not the, okay, these are the guys who are definitely going to be able to get you some some points right now. Like, I think it was like Mince and – I'm struggling with the rest of that that small lineup they had in at the time. I, I can't I can't even remember who it was, but it, it was the people have been wanting to see that, that small ball lineup. They got it, and it was just eh,
2: just okay. They're
0: lighting that first half.
2: I, I loved what Mintz brought to the table overall. It was a ho hum, you know, twelve points, eight rebounds, if you consider that ho hum. But uh, that him kind of picking up the pace in transition. And that second half, when UK went on that spurt, it's a large part because they were able to dictate the tempo and the momentum. And they were able to speed Ohio up a little bit. Mintz was the one kind of leading the charge there. He got that that basket where he just exploded from the perimeter to the rim and finished it right uh, a layup where he just like blew it in. At that point, it was a nice little finger roll right up there. He played well. That was cool to see when Kentucky kind of needed some scoring. Uh, Brooks, he did it in a big way. But Mintz stepped up too, and then obviously Ty Ty just will get a little bit better each mm-hmm. and every game. Already pretty impressive as a freshman, he can go in there and do the things that he's doing. Uh, really, he's got a pure shot as well for a team that that didn't that only hit three three pointers. Uh, I was actually kind of impressed with the with the shooting. L- long jumpers were going in for the cats. I like that win. It was an entertaining game. It was fun to watch, and they finished strong, like you mentioned, Roush. They overcome some early issues, figured out kind of how to play. That's just, that's life in college basketball. That's going to happen. There's going to be different scenarios. Uh, You just want to be as battle-tested as possible. That was a good win. That was a good game. That was a good challenge for him. I don't think you'll see that type of challenge tonight against Albany. Albany doesn't have a win on the season. They're not very good. But at least it's going to be Kentucky basketball on a Monday night. That's not too bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, but – uh A reminder to folks: This is one of the two ESPN Plus games this year, so internet streaming. It's happening to watch the game tonight. um We went through this with the football game. I forget what uh, Chattanooga. So you're going to have to jump through the same hoops to watch the Cats play tonight
2: at seven. And if you have a smart TV, you should be fine. If you use Sling or YouTube TV, you should be fine.
0: Just gotta log into the ESPN if, app to access it. Um, if, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just the big, the big pain in the booty. So, in uh,
2: worst case, you can always flip on over, listen to Tom Leach. He had an awesome call roush on Saturday for Cavassier smokes touchdown. He said smoke him if you got him. It was awesome. It was great. And he he had three carries,
0: on- and one of them was a twenty-three yard touchdown.
2: Well <laughs> it should be played on on Kentucky roll call if we. If we can find it, Uh, get your text into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. Thornton's is great. Just the other day on Friday, actually, I stopped and got me a donut. Great donuts. Really? Yeah, Especially
0: the long John, the, the chocolate long John is just, it's heavy. You know, it's got some weight to it. That's how you know it's a good donut.
2: I just got the regular chocolate one. Huge. It's like a huge, it's big donut. It's filling. It was good. You you really you know could I have scarfed down several yes but one was more <laughs> one was more than enough and uh, you won't find a better price for just one single chocolate donut that's at Thornton's go there today you can see what I'm talking about I'm not a coffee guy but if you are it was I good Thornton yeah I was I, coffee and on I, the block
0: I picked up a couple for Luckenha uh, on the way up to the season finale at Kroger Field that was my tenth season in the press box at Kroger Field pretty er covering uk football pretty crazy did,
2: did they give you anything
0: uh a Laurel and hardy handshake <laughs>
2: that's what you love to that's what you love to hear yeah i think it was leach's 25th year
0: oh man uh, that's awesome
2: i think they they did they on the radio broadcast i think they'd mentioned they were they did they were doing something for him or whatever it was and then it was funny though they were like and leach was like well thank you all i appreciate that dick how dick gabriel how long have, how long have you been here and he was like 34 34 years. It's like, whoa, geez, you've got some people that have been around for a yeah, uh, long time. And then you, you know, here on Kentucky Roll Call, you've got Roush that has been in the press box covering it for 10 years, dates back to back when I was covering UK football from time to time. So congrats, Roush. 10 years. Wow. 10 yeah. years of missing out on tailgates and boozing inside the crow. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sneaking in liquor bottles, the tail is old as Tom. So cross uh, you bear. Man, it uh we, Yo, we,
2: we, why, don't you say, why don't you say a few words, buddy? Okay,
0: uh, a few words. It was it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it because it, it, it was a lot of kind of just like making jokes and just kind of laughing at some of the things that were happening on the field. I mean, uh, especially Drew live betting the under 70 points and Kentucky almost like they had two turnovers in the red zone with the, the like second, third team in t- to get his under. So that was that was funny. That was highly entertaining. Uh, uh, but it was, it was still a, a performance that we got a hop- 707 yards. The only time that a Kentucky football team has had more yards in a football game, uh, they beat the snot out of Louisville in their first game at their fancy new Papa John's pa- Papa Murphy's, excuse me, in Cardinal stadium back in 98. Uh, Will Levis is on the verge of a 3000 yard passing season. He surpassed 400 yards for the first time since Andre Woodson was quarterback. Um, so it was it was a lot of fun uh, watching that football game. Like you said earlier, aside from what was it two or three turnovers, uh, the the one that Levis threw the end zone loved it. Like yes, please try to wedge a football in there. You know, a thirty yard touchdown pass to a true freshman. Like I'm I'm totally fine with an aggressive mistake. Uh, the the Chris Rodriguez fumble inside the five that was just a. <laughs> big big deflating kind of bummer because you know things would have gotten really out of hand at that point and you just wanted to to punch it in after Wendell picked up a 79 yard gain you know like it's like all right let's yeah let's let's finish this strong so those were a little disheartening but really all the good outweighed the bad Uh, some of the guys that got to come in and play I mentioned Bo Allen earlier running in the touchdown but you got a big run from Lavelle Wright the kid from North Harden and then the 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 most, I think, heartwarming story of the day, De'Aaron Jackson tore his Achilles in late April. Seven months later, he's back on a football field, and he is just warring his shoulder, laying the wood, popping dudes. He had three tackles in, I think, six plays. He, he was in two series. I, I, don't, I don't think they got a first down on I mean, either one of those. And he had one of those hits where it's just the whole crowd just went, ooh. I mean, at, f- to come back after only seven months – just remarkable uh really happy for him to see that to, to have that moment to have that second half because that's a tough injury to rehab from and it's a long one too like it, it's just the the kind of daily grind of it of just getting your ass kicked by your your pts rubbing at your sore back of your heel like just so happy for him to, to have that moment to come in and play. Um, and I, I think that's good, a good example to show others and also to, to kind of let you know that Kentucky, their future is going to be uh, just all right in that linebacker's room.
2: Yeah, I, I, I thought there was a lot of overreaction from Saturday. It, it, was, it was sloppy, but if th- that was just a freakish play. Like, I I get it. That shouldn't happen. There shouldn't be such confusion between the center and the quarterback on a snap. That's frustrating. That's just sloppiness. That's just sloppiness. But, like, the fact that Levis went to dive on that ball and it somehow still slipped out from underneath them for a scoop that score, like, that's a freak play. And then Chris Rodriguez fumbling it inside the five, that's nothing that New Mexico State was doing. That's just – that's inexcusable from Chris. Like, that's just something that couldn't happen. If those two things don't happen in the first half, it's, it, I don't think anybody's complaining about that first half all that much. Mm-hmm. And then Kentucky came out a little sluggish to start the second half, which I was a little disappointed to see on senior day. You do have to take in consideration the opponent, and it wasn't the most lively atmosphere Kroger Field has had all season, and that's understandable. Not a great opponent. Noon start. It was chilly out and whatnot. Uh, I wish they would have came out with a little bit more intensity, but they eventually turned it on in the second half. And folks, I hate to break this to you, but when you rank near last in turnovers, this is a sloppy team. They don't value the ball as much as they should. Still, despite that, they are a good team. Mm-hmm. They are a good but sloppy football team. That hasn't really changed at any point this season. I understand why that's frustrating. I'm frustrated by that too. You'd hope that you'd kind of clean that stuff up. But Chris Rodriguez has a bad case of the Fumbleys. I don't know what else to say to anybody. We're all frustrated by it. And Levis is going to be somebody that's going to take its chances. And I'm all right with it. I'm all right with the occasional Will Levis interception. And the, the not falling on the ball thing, you got to give that a pass with how weird it was. But it's just a team, Roush, that's going to have some sloppy mistakes. But I still think, assuming that that's going to kill them in a bowl game if they're playing somebody that's got a lot more talent than them. But even against somebody like Louisville, Kentucky's probably not going to win the turnover battle on Saturday. I still expect them to win the game, even if they don't win the turnover battle. If they win the turnover battle, then it should be the blowout that that it really should be.
0: A, a, a couple quick turnover notes. They did force two turnovers in that game. First time they've had multiple forced turnovers in a game all season long. Crazy uh kentucky's picked off five passes this year three of them have been returned for scores um love to see quandre mosley get that done on senior day a lot of seniors really shine i think the the most significant part of the kentucky's turnover struggles is that kentucky's 129th with a minus 14 all of the teams around them are really bad football teams arizona is 130th they 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 won their first game in three years a couple of weeks back. Indiana is over here. San Jose State, Stanford, uh, Florida is not far behind. At one fourteen, they've got a, uh, uh, a a minus eight turnover ratio. So like most times, it 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 just dooms you. And still, somehow has UK like you almost got to commend them for being able to overcome their turnover problems to still have success.
2: There, there is truth to that. And now you also just don't want the turnovers. You wish that Chris Rodriguez wasn't fumbling the ball inexplicably, I, you know, that's frustrating. Sometimes it's receivers fault. It's not always will Levis' fault. Uh, Jeff picoro on the, on the radio broadcast on Saturday, that one Josh Ali drop, he almost blamed that on Levis. That was actually a perfect throw by Levis, like right in the middle of traffic and got it to Josh Ali. It ended up not mattering, obviously, but uh, I, I'm turnovers just don't bug me as much. Like once a team is a turnover-prone team, all right, what else are you doing? I know you're going to turn the ball over. What else are you doing for me? Kentucky's still finding ways to, to to punch people in the mouth, and defense it can be frustrating. Has been that Tennessee game still gives me nightmares, but I, I think I still think that there's there's talent there. Uh, by the way, that that's, I, I tweeted that out, and isn't it so true that if Kentucky just beats Tennessee, Roush, they're probably like ranked right near the top ten. Yeah. And because they lost that game, they're unranked in the AP, ranked in the coaches poll for what it's worth, but they're mm-hmm. unranked in the AP. Has there ever been an eight and three unranked SEC team this probably latest not. season? Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's you know also pretty remarkable. Only the second time Kentucky's been ranked entering the
2: Governor's Cup. That's that's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the series for the most part played at the beginning of the season and Kentucky doesn't get a great deal of love in the preseason. But yeah, the last even the last eight years, it's been the end of the year, only the second time it's going to be a, a, a night kickoff since they've moved it to November with its 730 start. Huh? That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I and I guess that would have the only time they would have done that was the 18 game, which yeah. he, here's um, here's something to think about too, folks. I know that Louisville team was really bad, but that the last like there's just so much that's like that 18 game too. The only time Kentucky's ever been this good in our lifetimes, they beat Louisville by 46 at their place in a night game. That's like, come on.
2: We'll talk. We got all the week to talk. Man, about
0: it. I can't. I and you know what? I'm really looking forward to to doing the research to to just find ways that Louisville is a garbage football team. Like their fourth quarters, the way they blow fourth quarters, the way that Scott Satterfield is in one score game. So very much looking forward to that.
2: It's a, it's a big game for both coaches, too. It always will be when it's rivalry week. All right, hour two coming up next. We're going to read your text on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call I'm Big on Sports
0: Radio. Roll call.
1: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is
0: over until we decide it is.
2: With Walker and Raj. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two. Not sure what happened to the music there, but Roll call. Just a roll call. Yeah. That's uh probably just a, a different setting, different time. We've got Justin really helping us out today. How how's the downloading going over there, Justin?
1: Uh, the installing cannot start until until our show's over. Gotcha. Because mm. gotcha. I can't I can't use the computer if it's installing.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. Hope you late all day, figure it out. Late day at the station
1: for old JK 47.
2: <laughs> oh, you hate it. You gotta you gotta hate it. Uh, but you know what? You're gonna save the day for a lot of other great local programming. Here, on here's the hope. And this is the week for it. We got the battle for the old oaken bucket. Justin, you gotta be excited about that. Not excited at all, actually.
1: <laughs> Who cares? Two and ten or three eight, three and nine. Woo-hoo. I can tell you which one it's going to be. <laughs> I can tell you which one it's going to be as well. <laughs> It'll be the two and ten option, I promise.
0: Oh, but, man, Indiana is so bad.
1: What a disaster. I, I can't believe it. I, I truly, when I think back to what I thought about this season, preseason, now looking at it now, what what a disaster.
0: I mean, we tried to tell you that last year was a covid Exception, but you wouldn't listen. You I, wouldn't I, listen. I, hey, it's okay, yeah. though, buddy. The season's almost over. You don't have to deal with it. And you get basketball? Did at least the Hoosiers win in basketball last night?
1: The they did win in
2: basketball, and they looked really good doing it.
0: Three yeah. head coaches.
2: Yeah. Three. Speaking of head coaches, Florida's going to need one, Roush. Are we worried about Mark Stoops? They're nah. going to Mark Stoops to Florida.
0: No, no, not um, – yeah, I'm just not, not getting too bothered by it because Florida doesn't want Mark Stoops. Like none of these. I I really think that
2: that's really what it is for me too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like maybe Iowa. Uh, I mean, it's just in general. Dave Aranda might be the only popular defensive-minded head coach where his name would come up. I don't I don't know if Napier Billy Napier at Louisiana is or not, but I mean they, they 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 want offensive guys, you know. So I just I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting worked up at all. I do think it's hilarious because the ship started sinking right after that Kentucky game last year because I think since that Kentucky win, they lost to LSU. They had the thrown shoe game, right, the following week. And then uh, ever since then, I think Mullen's only beaten one or two Power Five conference teams. Uh, but yet he's still – like, use the NFL as leverage to get a contract extension before the season, uh, which was just, you Jeez. know, yeah. Like, he signed a contract I, I extension pretty, in like July. <laughs> I
2: thought it's pretty dumb of Florida to fire him. And you and I have like debated, we debated this a couple of weeks ago, and you said, Hey, the recruiting's really, really terrible. It is bad, it should never be that bad. I, I do agree with you there, but I don't think it's always been as bad. I know we kind of looked it up and we were kind of splitting hairs ultimately on if it was a sign of things going in the like in, in the wrong direction, heading south and whatnot. But even in a bad recruiting year, Florida should be able to clean up the transfer portal as well as pretty much any other college. If if they ever needed to do it, which this would have been a year that they would – well, it will be a year that they'll do it, regardless of who the coach is. Uh, I thought it was a really bad look for Florida. He's gone to – he had been to three New Year's Six Bowls, Roush, and then hmm. this is the first year that he's not going to make a bowl game. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty – 75% of your season's going to New Year's Six Bowls, and then you get fired the one year that you don't go. Like, that's that's pretty ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it it is, but it's also – I think there's part of it that you have to – you have to look at just Dan Mullen, the person, as well. And he does not have many friends. And I I think that the way in which he's represented himself and the way he's just been an absolute tool the last two years, like, he's done a lot of this on his own. If he would have just kind of taken it to the chin, you know, the, the, this bad idea, it, it's, it's the way in which he was kind of a jerk about it ever, you know, at any time something bad was going wrong. Uh I, I think that might have soured things much faster um, and, and probably play a bigger reason than anything at this point.
2: Yeah, there's, there's some truth to that, and that kind of brings me to, like, this next point that – is a little hot take ish. Hot take Torres was like, they absolutely made the right call to fire him and they shouldn't even think twice about it. Like, again, three out of four New Year sixes. I think you got to at least be thinking about that to some degree. But that's part of it. Like, stoops with LSU Roush, stoops with Florida. If we hear his name thrown around with that job, which I have not for what it's worth, but I bet we probably see it listed somewhere along the line. And and you are right about I don't think Florida fans would want Stoops. I don't think LSU fans would want Stoops. But part of my, like, laissez-faire attitude towards Mark Stoops and different jobs is I think Kentucky, if Stoops were to leave, could get another great coach in here that I would feel great about. That's not to say I want Stoops to leave. I sure as heck don't. And, for example, Roush – hold on, I got to cough for a second, so let me do that.
0: OK, you let it rip.
2: OK, all good. I'm back, baby. That's the nice thing about the mutes is you don't even have to hear it in the background at the studio, but neither here nor there. Um, is like I know that he's probably a huge loser. But like, would UK fans hate Dan Mullen as their head coach if something were to happen with Soups, If Kentucky no. and Florida did like a coach switch, I wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it in the slightest. Look what Dan Mullen did at Mississippi State. Yeah. Now, again, it does seem like he, he finds a way to rub people the wrong way. And you keep Grantham as far away as whatever Dan Mullen does next. Get the hell away from Todd Grantham. Just first and foremost, just don't, <laughs> don't allow him anywhere near you. But I think that is – and it's not a Dan – it's not a, it's not unique to Dan Mullen. But I think that's part of it. It's like, all right, if Kentucky loses their head coach to LSU football or Florida football, one – That means you're doing something right, which we are, and there is. There are good things going on in the U.K. football program, despite somewhat of a negative attitude from the fan base, which I don't quite understand, but neither here nor there. And I think there's a lot of good options of coaches that Kentucky could go get that you keep this thing running and you keep momentum going. And I think Kentucky football would be all right. And uh, do we have confidence in Mitch Barnhart making the ride higher there? I don't know. We'd see. I think there'd be some easy candidates to to key in on. So that's part of it. That's part of it with me, Roush, is that I don't want Stoops to go. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think Florida's paying $12 million to get Dan Mullen out of town to bring in Mark Stoops. Could be wrong about that. Could be wrong about it with the LSU job. But I think even in a worst case scenario, if Stoops were to leave, Kentucky could bring in a caliber coach that they've never brought in in a coaching hire before. And that that's I do think that should ease some people's fears.
0: The uh, J- Justin Rowland made a good point that like Dan Mullen is a cautionary tale in that, hey, you've got a good thing going. Why mess it up? And that's what he did, leaving Mississippi State uh, to go to Florida. Like he could have coached there forever. And instead, he's ran out of town four years later. And he did have a great team during that run, too. Um, one that went to the SEC championship and could have been a college football playoff team if they didn't run into an Alabama buzzsaw. So um, that, that's where I, I think ultimately, like if if we get any more of this Stoops leaving stuff, it's, you know, it's it'd it all be like financial, whatever, money stuff. Uh, I, I don't think there's actually uh, – th- that, that job that worries me has not yet opened. Uh, maybe if, you know – like there's a Notre Dame or uh
2: Penn State.
0: Yeah, or an Iowa or hell, Ohio State, but Ohio State isn't gonna want them either. So, like that, that that's where a lot of these, and and you you might not even see that with Notre Dame. Like, there's just a lot of that kind of huh, that I, I just I don't think there's that many jobs out there for them. Now, I will say there are a lot of them out there though. That the the amount of jobs on the coaching carousel. I think it's 16 already. One of those has since been filled. It was a smaller school. But there's a lot of jobs out there. So there's going to be a lot of twisting and turning, um, you know, on, people changing hands. So it's going to have some drastic ripple effects. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And I'd also think that if if you get through this off season too, then like then you're probably like th- – th- this is the big one. If Stoops stays out of this one, I, I don't think he'd – ever go anywhere right it's kind of where i'm at kind of where i'm at yeah. if you get through this one then you, then you're good to go for for ever, seemingly
2: yeah yeah i mean it, it would that would seem to be true but it, every year his name you know there's gonna be different jobs that open up you you mentioned a couple that would i'm sure poke around at stoops i'm sure there's probably a few others that we miss it, it could be a constant thing and the reality is there's a few different realities here reality is that's not a bad thing like it's programs should want your head coach that you should you should always want to be in a position where others want to be you or want what you have that's a good thing best programs that's just the norm so it's good coaches or it's good that schools are at least interested in what kentucky football is doing it means we're doing something right and i'd like to to think that we are and secondly you got to as we've as, as we've mentioned probably to death, is two, you're going to want fans to want to be excited about the hire. As much as we like Stoops, other people across the country don't get all warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. That initial report of the LSU rumor from last week, if you read the replies on the LSU podcast that tweeted that stuff out there initially – it was LSU fans like, no, no, thank you. What? Mm-hmm. Why would we pay this much money for Stoops? Ooh, especially yeah, think, Bill you know, I, I O'Brien. Never... That,
0: that 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 made it even sound like a bigger turd.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, there's no way LSU is like circling in on Bill O'Brien or Mark Stoops. I just I can't believe that that's Ooh. actually a reality.
0: What gets Galaxy Brain take is that they leaked that out there to get stubborn LSU boosters more warm to the idea of hiring Billy Napier, like. Huh. Oh, you don't you don't want this guy? Well, we could hire Bill O'Brien and his butt chin.
2: Yeah, so. uh, that's a that's I like the way Luckett thinks there. Yeah, I th- I think I get the vibe Luckett thinks UL's beating Kentucky on Saturday.
0: No,
1: no,
2: no, I'm wrong.
1: Good thing for the cats is Luckett's been wrong all season.
2: Oh wow! Wow, <laughs> ten and twenty six. <laughs> Gosh, that's oh. really bad. Man.
0: Man, and you. what really annoys me is my other SEC play hit, too. I, I, I had South Carolina over Auburn. Didn't money on it, but, hell, really missed a chance there. They got hosed, by the way, if y'all were watching that end of the game, Auburn did, where the ball, I don't think the ball came close to touching a guy on a punt return. They were going to get the ball back. It bounced free. South Carolina jumped on it like they recovered it. But over review, they overturned it and said it did hit an Auburn player. It was a fumble. South Carolina ball game over. So, I think the Tigers might have gotten hosed there. SEC officiating just,
2: whew. That just means more. And this text line means more to us. Let's head on over to the Thornton sex line, 414 1450. The texter says, hey, Justin, come over to my room after your shift is over. No, thanks. I've got a kid at home. I don't get it.
0: You're talking about single dad Justin.
2: I think you wanted uh, uh, to uh, get a kid, right? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm with you now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that there was a non compete clause in Justin's contract?
0: Uh, I don't. I, that joke, I do not get.
2: Uh,
1: that makes two of us. Is it? Is the whole text line just roasting me?
2: I I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> A texter says, after three minutes of glip, glurp, and gloppity gloop, I still have no idea what the hell Roush was talking about at the start of Friday's show. Nobody does. Nobody (laughs) does. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was a late Thursday night route for Roush. I think 7 a.m. hit early, and I think that that was just a jibber-jammer.
0: You know, wouldn't be the first time I've had some jibber-jammer on these here airwaves. So
2: Happens to the best of us.
0: I'd bet UK has spent time this week on UFL. Coaches say one game at a time, but I went through a week in high school where we quit our prep for Friday and moved to the following week. Similar situation for UK this week. Oh, it was so funny too. Like you were, uh, uh, coaches say one week at a time. Fifteen minutes after the game, Brad White has like a full scouting report on UFL <laughs> just in the post game interview. So, yeah, I have a feeling the coaches uh, did move on to them as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm and it didn't hurt that at least with some of the tempo stuff, New Mexico State, you, you could draw some comparisons where you didn't need to key in so much on what New Mexico State was doing, but it could be a learning experience where they could say, Hey, so next week you're gonna see them try to do this. And and it, remember when they did that? Well, that's what they're gonna try to do next week to you. I'm sure there was probably a lot of that on the sidelines on Saturday as well. And it's a it, it, they they have seen Cunningham. They've got tape on him. They know kind of what they've done that can work against him. What doesn't work against him, and hopefully you figure out a way to make the secondary look a little bit better.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, but like there's also part two where Wolver wants to run the football. They they don't they don't want to throw it a ton.
2: Um, well, they want to run with Cunningham, though. I, I, he's the leading yeah, well, rusher, which is the crazy thing, too. It's just all going to be in Cunningham's hands.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, like, I think in Cunningham's case, too, like, Kentucky actually does pretty well against the quarterback run, like, the design stuff. It's the, what's well, just all hell breaks loose because uh, the play broke down. That's where Cunningham really gets you. That's where things uh, can become difficult.
2: I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's a good point. I think there's a portion of Kentucky fans that are so – kind of snake bit with rushing and running quarterback but it hasn't really been terrible in the soups era like soups has had a lot of success against running quarterbacks there's been a few games obviously where they've been torched here or there but i think for the most part like when i see a running quarterback on the schedule i don't i don't panic nearly as much as i did about 10 or 15 well, years ago
0: oh exactly and hell hell hooker this year he I, – I don't have his yards in front of me. He got a quite a few yards, but it was all just because the play broke down. He breaks a tackle and then scrambles for 20 yards. Like that, yeah. they, they weren't the design quarterback runs that UK, uh, that U L is going to do uh, more of. I, th- I think the only team that has been annoying about that at all was Vanderbilt. And if you look at the numbers, he still only had like 20 yards rushing. He just went sideline to sideline, stretch him out, and got a few more first downs than he would like.
2: And part of the success against U of L in 2019 was just not letting Cunningham or who wasn't was it Hawkins that the running back that year as well. Mm-hmm. You, you, Kentucky did such a good job just not letting them even get ahead of steam. I mean, you had that play before the half where they scored, uh, kind of a broken play, exactly kind of the things that you're talking about right here. But uh, it, if you don't let Cunningham get space outside the pocket, inside the pocket then he, he will panic a little bit, and he'll start to kind of – he'll run into linemen, he'll run into tackles from time to time as well, and sometimes he'll rush into bad throws. But if you allow him to kind of get comfortable, whether in the pocket or if he's just able to kind of make one move, Roush, and then get outside in the pocket and have a ton of space ahead of him, but he's got mm-hmm. all that extra time to see if there's anything downfield to throw, that's when he's most dangerous. But I think Kentucky's going to do a pretty good job of, of keeping him contained. And if you keep them contained, then you're not talking so much about the big plays anymore, and then he can make some mistakes. So I'll, that, I also that's, that's the game plan.
0: want to bring up, too, that Kentucky's averaging like four sacks a game over the last three or four. They've really been getting after quarterbacks well as of late. So I think they're finding something there, finding something at the right time. Uh, another texture on the Thornton's text line says, Wine and Coke is actually called Calamacho." It started in Spain. Oh wow! So is that oh, is that man, what I meant she, to... she ordered at the at the bar, Justin? I told yeah, so many people it, b- about this, by the way.
1: It might that might have been the word she said. Yeah, it was it was a fancy word like that. Yeah,
2: got I meant macho. to try. I meant to try that this weekend. I did. not No, you did. No, you.
1: Didn't. I,
2: I was going to. Yeah, the, as soon as I finished the show on Friday, the wife was like, she was asking me about it. I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, she was like, are you actually going to try it? I was like, yeah, I'd love to try it. Um, we even have. I don't know. We had a little Friendsgiving last night and we had to that would have been the time. I don't that know. That would have been the biggest hit of not. the party. Well, I'll I, gosh, I gotta remember to try it. Maybe for the Cats game tonight.
1: Deal. <laughs> oh man. Dustin's
2: uh, damn space and taking damn names, boys. I have absolutely no opinion of Ohio University, the most neutral college opponent I could ever imagine.
0: Um, I hear they have a good Halloween party in Athens, but also which college doesn't?
2: Hey, that was for always your, my
0: take.
1: Thanks for your 16 prediction, by the way, TJ, because I bet a minus 15 and a half. Oh wow, yep. wow, worked out. Wait,
2: well, you uh I thought it was going off at like 12.
1: Yeah, he it got was, the alt yeah. Line. Yeah. I did
2: alt line. Oh, got, really? Got a little more thanks, juice. Thanks to a you. A little yeah. more juice. Hey, yeah. all right.
1: Uh well, don't tell you about Twitter. I was like – my mindset was Nick said 18, TJ said 16. Let me go on the low end of that spectrum. I went 15-and-a-half. I literally probably should have just went 16 too, But, yeah, it was fun. Thanks, guys.
2: I get the sense, Roush, there are some L media members that just desperately need to see a L win this weekend or else I don't know what's going to happen to them. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe they can – Look forward to not sweating out another basketball game against a oh, bad team.
2: Gosh, they were kind of fortunate to win that game. It's hey, a very now, bad
0: Detroit Mercy team, too. And not even a good one.
2: Mike Davis at four different stops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious.
2: That is pretty funny. Uh, that is pretty funny. Yeah, they're tied up with like a minute 20, a minute 15 to go, and Noah Locke pulls up from about 23 feet away, 22 feet away. He, this time he's got like two hands in his face. It goes in though. If, if he missed that shot, UL may actually have lost to Detroit. And then what mm. does Detroit do? Classic Mike Davis fashion. They're down three. Turn Don't get a shot off. Turnover out of bounds. Okay, now they're down again. You got to get a bucket. They get the next possession. Turnover out of bounds. Don't get a shot off. They don't get a shot off. And before you know it, they're down six with like two seconds to go
0: crazy did he at least did he run out and pat his
2: head no head pats (sighs) no head pats unfortunately
0: justin you probably were devastated that game the head pat game
2: he may not remember it yeah i don't know
1: if i recall what you're talking about oh the greatest
2: kentucky indiana basketball game ever played before iu got scared of neutral floors for whatever reason (laughs) that game was at freedom hall and it was uh they'd go freedom hall in indianapolis and it was always a lot of fun justin yeah i went to several Yep. Yeah. You know, part of it red, part of it blue, right down the middle is always a real hoot nanny. One yeah. time Mike Davis lost his mind and ran out on the court going after an official. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he got hit in the head. He got hit and in the head. His he his
1: own head. Yeah. Yes, he yes, okay. Yeah. yeah like I, I can mania. picture it very clearly now. Yeah. yeah.
2: That, that crowd was just going bonkers. <laughs> that was the
0: beginning of the end for Mike Davis. That was like 05 or something. And I think he was fired after that year. He always,
2: uh, than one, probably. He lost his
0: marbles. <laughs> Uh, that sure was did. so funny. So yeah, funny. that's a Great game. funny callback. Yeah.
2: Uh, all right. Cats it's... play tonight against Albany. We don't know anything about Albany besides that they stink. Ooh, I know How their nickname. Like... The Great Danes? Yes. You you like – because you like dogs.
0: Oh, big dog fan, which uh, went over to one of Brooks' friends yesterday. They got a new house. We were checking it out, had a meal, and they have a Cane Corso. Have you all ever seen those dogs? I
2: uh, don't know if I have. No. I,
0: just huge with like the, the 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 trimmed ears and like the big Brindle. I mean 150 pounds and his name was Duke. So you had big big Duke and Little Duke and Duke was just like big dog, big dog. He just loved ch- running around playing with a big dog. It was it was fun. Fun time.
2: Sounds like you all need to get another dog.
0: Yeah, no, not gonna work.
2: Get another dog. Yeah, this is just gonna be a blowout tonight. Uh just stay healthy, do good things. Have mm-hmm. everybody continue to learn these. Yeah, this is it's not going to be pretty, it's not going to be pretty for all of me, but uh, that's all right. Game day, let's go to our last break. Come back, we'll keep at the Thornton Stex line 502 1450. Game day, rivalry week. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Oh,
0: god, I like
1: So we go. She knows she's got everything that a woman needs. Welcome
0: to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
2: It's
1: time to get out,
2: step out into the Welcome back Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio.
1: Roll
2: call. 50 a.m. Some real cold weather. Perfect time to hit up the indoor facility at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Get some lessons from Bobby. Don't let the rust build up by just going in there and hitting the virtual range. One of their three state-of-the-art simulators, a really cool indoor facility. Perfect, it's golf heaven. If you're if you're a golfer, you got to go check it out and maybe get some lessons from Bobby. Go to BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com to learn more. It's right off exit four in Southern Indiana. Real easy drive on sixty-five. You get right off at exit four, and then boom, there's the Bobby Cook Golf Academy.
0: I was just sighing because I saw the final – not the final play, but saw how the Steelers lost last night. Just like, oh, let's go down take the score with two minutes to go and then give up a touchdown three plays later. Like, just <sighs> – You know what I did see that was entertaining, though? Did we see – did you see Isaiah Stewart uh, go after LeBron James? That, that was – Oh, I
1: meant to watch that. That, that was, was wild.
0: High comedy because – like initially Stewart's like, who the hell does he think he is? And he uh I <laughs> uh, I saw somebody compare it to Charlie Murphy telling the uh story in Chappelle's show about Rick James. Like, so I was thinking, like, but man, this guy's kind of famous, but Man, no, screw that guy. I'm going after his ass. And, man, Stewart, he, he even, like, did the thing where he, like, played it cool, and he was like, I'm good, I'm good. I walked away. And then he just, like, sprinted after him. And you know what? I wanted to. He was freaking bleeding all over the place because LeBron just cocked him with an elbow. It was, it was bad, real bad. Yeah,
2: major cheap shot from LeBron and Stewart. Definitely probably needed to chill at some point, but really wanted to come after him. That wasn't one of those, uh, you know. I I hate. You see it in the NBA from time to time too. You see it in every sport, but wasn't one of those like soccer's. Let's just get in each other's faces and rub bellies, but we're not going to really do anything. Uh, Stewart, I think, wanted was he was raging.
0: Yeah, he was ready to punch some people in the face.
2: Yeah, he he was like, I you know suspend me for the rest of the season. I don't care. (laughs) He he was not. He was not happy. And he is a – he's a huge dude. Like, I know LeBron is nothing really to, to scoff at, but I wouldn't want Stewart coming after me like that, even Man. if I was LeBron.
0: No, no, I wouldn't either. And I think it was one of those things, too, that LeBron, initially he was in the kind of, like, hold me back belly rub, as you like to call it. And then I realized shortly after, like, oh, this dude – yeah, like I'm a big guy. This is he's a grown ass man as well, and he would whoop my ass.
1: <laughs> is it a is it a dirty play in your all's mind? The elbow? Yeah,
0: yeah, that was unnecessary. Okay,
2: yeah, of course it was a dirty play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roush, some of my friends tweeting about Michael McCauley.
0: Yeah, crushed it. They're One my, uh my group
2: message has found the news. They're like, hey, this guy's a Louisville guy.
0: Yeah, my uh, one of my oldest friends won one hundred sixty-one thousand dollars in a World Series of Poker bracelet. Uh, Like, I woke up to the text. Like, he he, it was like six a.m. here, three a.m. West Coast time. But uh, yeah, like beat some some big dogs in that tournament as well. He's got a a king jack uh, on top of his stack of chips. So pretty awesome. Pretty pumped for Mikey. Uh, We always called him Money Mike for a reason. So uh, paid off. Paid off. Out in Vegas, really, really proud of him. It's awesome.
2: So you're gonna have somebody at your Thursday night poker's with a World Series bracelet.
0: Oh, we already said we're gonna make fun of you if you show up wearing that.
2: So. No, no. If you're Mikey, you wear. I, I would never not wear that thing to poker.
0: Right? How <laughs> hilarious! That. That's awesome. That would be hilarious. Um, maybe you he, he's he's got to wear it at least once. You know, just uh, just so we can give him hell. He hasn't been as as much time. though, because we we are his friendly game. You know, he we're like uh, he's just having fun. But when he's getting competitive, you know, he's got a he's got a big league. Yes.
2: Well, I was going to say, if I were you, I wouldn't want him around. But seriously, like he he, do, he, do, do,
0: he can boil you the hell out of some hands early on. Just like you
2: just you stick to drinking tonight, Mikey. Let the boys just have a little <laughs> <plug> out, <come laughs> the table. All right. We don't need you coming in here and stealing all our money. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's unbelievable. That's yeah. that's great. So you don't awesome. get to like playing the big the big thing. Right.
0: I guess that's how it works. I guess if you win one, then you can go to the the, the, the big dog. Because the big dog just wrapped up. Uh, and we had another uh, friend of a friend who cashed out of the big one. Uh, I mean, he didn't make it. He made it like three days, I want to say, and won like 26 grand. You know, didn't make it to the final table or anything, but still did pretty well out there. So uh, who knew the South End made so many gamblers? Justin, what the
2: hell's going on with the show?
1: The station's cursed today. I'm I'm just convinced.
0: Oh no! What happened now?
1: It's just not on the air. We've been on the just, air. It's just nothing is working like it is supposed to today. I'm getting so frustrated. Oh my goodness! But we're good now. We'll be oh. good till the end. And the good news is the podcast will be perfect.
0: Yes, we at least have the
1: podcast <laughs> our side today. What a freaking oh, mess, man. what's It's um, definitely Monday.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely Monday. It knows that it's only got a three day work week this week, too. So it's trying to get the hell out of here.
2: Man. (laughs) Let's, where are we at on the Thornton sex law?
0: We are at the text that says, oh, no. Uh, Oscar Sheba had two fouls, one minute set, 19 minutes of the first half, zero fouls in the second, 0 10 and 1 stat line. Would, been great to let him play in the first half, but, hell, exciting game for Keon and Ty Ty. Wheeler continues to be a fascinating watch. That's a good way to describe Wheeler, too, as a fascinating watch because he is a lot of fun, and oh, especially yeah. those plays that he had late. Like, he had one <laughs> just killer assist where he dropped the ball off the short corner for a dunk, and Ohio tried to, like, catch him sleeping, and he just pressured the ball the entire length of the floor and ended up forcing a turnover. Like, he 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 is a lot of fun. To have as your point
2: guard yeah it's still it's still fun trying to kind of figure him out i think he's still figuring things out he'll continue to get better and transition right now not amazing but then there's other plays you're right where we'll have the ball in his hands and and do some special Man, things so some of his uh, pull-up hey,
0: threes are are, are fascinating <laughs> As he yeah. said too because he he has such a low release point he just like kind of flicks it real quick just like a boop
2: and he's one of those players where it's just like it borderlines looking lethargic but it's really just how smooth they are like he's a smooth player you know and that can come across as just like just oh he's just here he is pulling up oh willy billy and then it's just a swish Uh, he he is he's he's gonna be a really special player I think for this team for this season and uh later on in his career even in the NBA I think he's got a lot to like and i like seeing bryce hopkins you kind of needed some stuff out of him again of course there's no rule that Calipari's not allowed to play somebody with two fouls but neither here nor there for like the fifth time today hopkins they asked a lot out of him i thought he did some good things
0: yep uh texter says ufl fans man nothing quite like them 40 percent attendance on the year and now they are georgia
2: <laughs> It's, it's just it, – it is wild. This, it really is the exact same thing as 2019. 2018, they knew that they didn't have a prayer. Uh, of course, they were saying, like, fluke season, you all are never going to be this good ever again. And Kentucky came back the next year and almost beat them just as badly. But it, it is. It, it's wild. U of all fans should feel – they should like the way their team's playing. Nothing wrong with that. Vegas says your favorite. Why the hell would you not be excited about the game? I'm not going to get on you of all fans for getting excited, but I am going to remember each and every time this is just like 2019, just yep. like it.
0: I did notice too that they 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 marked up their twenty dollar, twenty five dollar seats to forty five for this game too.
2: Trying to Are make an doing, extra
0: few bucks to pay for that Bobby Petrino buy.
2: They're not doing. Hey, bring a bring a friend, bring three friends to the game.
0: No, nope, they're not doing that, unfortunately. But hey, still, a lot of a tickets.
2: Fan, I'll say that. I'll, I've, I've had a few people ask me if I'm going to the game, and I say the same thing. Anytime that I have to go 10 to 15 minutes to watch UK play football or basketball, I'm doing it every time. And with one exception, last year's basketball game, but obviously during a pandemic and whatnot. So, yes, I'm going to the football game. And if you're a Kentucky fan living in Louisville – it's right down the corner. You get to watch the cats. This has been a fun season. I know Mm -hmm. the the three game stretch was frustrating. And then folks in Lexington, the least you can do is, you know, do what the Louisville, the UK fans in Louisville do. And that's make that hour and 15 minute trip. You only have to do it once every two years. The Louisville UK fans do it almost every Saturday. Come on in. There, There needs to be a big blue presence there because there should be. And let's, punish you all fans for not filling up their own stadium like dweebs
0: nerds another text from the thorns text on says wanted to make a quick point about basketball schedule since i know tj thinks it's great to me, me it's these... right
2: there i don't think it's great i never said that
0: <laughs> to me it's these next two weeks that are the most frustrating i honestly like the robert morrison mount games to help get you back on track at reduke then i like the ohio game but our next four opponents are combined two and 13 that's absurd i think you have to put a game that fans care about or at least every two weeks one tough game in four is not too much to ask.
2: Which I, well, I, I agree with that text wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, and, I, you I know, just
2: don't hate the schedule enough to whine about it.
0: Right, right. And it I
2: mean, this doesn't mean this is the schedule I'd make. And I've gotten on Cal. I missed the the early season tournaments. He hates those. I don't yeah. get why. I don't. I don't understand. It seems like good team bonding time. It Mm -hmm. always get a good competition kind of gives your young guys at least a, Hey, this is a feel for what March is going to be like. It's a lot of basketball and it's quick turnaround times. And yeah, you've got months until we get there, but just so you know, like, think about, think back to this, when we get into March, he hates those. I don't get it. I never understand it.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't get it either. Like, Oh, they play a lot of games back to back. It's not like the NCAA tournaments like, yeah, it kind of is.
2: But I, I, you know, I do, I do also, like you said, Texter, I do understand cupcake games. They don't really bother me watching Kentucky win by 30 tonight. It's not going to bother me. Um, I do wish you had more of the Ohio's than the Albany's though. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's just bad luck or good luck. Sometimes other times though, you kind of know the historically tricky mid majors versus the Albany's of the world. So I I think you could beef up even the cupcakes just ever so slightly. It's just not enough to get worked up about, though, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Not enough to get too worked up. It'll be fun to to beat the snot out of somebody, especially the holiday week. Like, there's plenty of other good games. Just have fun uh, on these.
2: You remember when they'd do that, like, 11 a.m. or noon game on Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Or maybe it was the, like, or maybe it was just a random December game. Yeah, they would do I, that.
0: They, 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 yeah, yeah, I remember that, like the the matinee.
2: <laughs> like before the holidays, they'd have a yeah. matinee weekday game. I loved it, loved it. I love covering it because, like, why the hell not? You know, I was done working at 3 o'clock and I didn't have anything to do the rest of the day. And I love going to it because it was like, why the hell not? I'm a kid. I've got nothing else going on. May as well go watch Kentucky basketball play. And I'd love it even today when I actually do have stuff going on because why the hell not? You need to have more fun with those those times and those games and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, they, I miss that. I wonder when the last year they did that was.
0: I don't know. I'm not sure. Like I, know, I know they still do that for the women's basketball game, and they like they take a bunch of kids on field trips, and yeah. the <laughs> the the kind of the the squeal that you would get from a lot of the kids that I, that's something. I, that would be something to be sitting through that game. Whew. another texture sends in a picture it says don't tell mitch and they've just got lots of beers lots yeah, of beers picture in the at the
2: game. crow beers everywhere Ralph.
0: man can you believe it the audacity it was a little ironic mitch sitting beneath the mask required inside sign without a mask on just a little ironic why do they even have that like why Seriously. do they even have that rule at Reparative? it's so dumb the only well, people that wear them are like the dancers
2: well that that's that I that has been my point uh, you're going to have CNNs call me Clay Travis uh, cuz what a what a what an embarrassing unless he was joking in which case I don't think he was but what an embarrassing tweet it says i've been wrong about covid me tj walker part time radio host he's been wrong <laughs> about covid give me give me a freaking break but I, that's what I don't understand if you're not going to like isn't there a principle if you, of if you're not going to enforce it what are you even doing
0: why do you have a rule yeah like that's the, now, part on I the don't flip get.
2: side you could have uk be like yeah but we're not enforcing it you know like wink wink like who why do you care if we're not if we're not enforcing it why do you care which i'd rather them not enforce it than enforce it so i i guess i i understand what you're saying but I I think we're more correct in saying defeating like, the purpose. A, the point. Yeah why, it, yeah. why have a rule if right. you're not going to just get rid of the rule then? Yeah. Make exactly. it if you want to wear a mask, feel free. We'd love you know we'll provide them for you. But if you don't, we're not going to get on you about it because they don't they don't tell anybody mm-hmm. to put on masks. Uh,
0: texter on the thorn sex line says it'll be 2019 all over again. They just can't match up in the trenches. <clears throat> it, they really can't. They really can't. Um, and especially a team that likes to run the ball so much. That, that's the that's the part that's not going to jive with Kentucky's I'm not defense.
2: Con- I'm not concerned. I think Kentucky gets a double-digit win. I will say, though, like, I am taken aback a bit with, like, wh- why does Vegas th- – like, w- shouldn't they know? Like, shouldn't they be smart? I they You know, they have misses from time to time. But Kentucky's going to be able to do whatever they want offensively, whatever they want. They've done whatever they've wanted offensively to pretty much – almost everybody with the exception of two teams
0: yeah and, you know, um, but it, it's it's the like metrics so though they they, they rely a lot on um adjusted like tempo points tempo stuff like that and so Louisville has a lot of that because they play in the Atlantic Coastal Conference uh so that's the kind of that that's the why um but it's still comedy to me like I'm I'm happy like ooh, I get to bet Kentucky money a lot?
2: like okay fine by me I am too, but – and, you know, even in 2019, that spread, I think Kentucky was like a three-point favorite. And coincidentally, that game in Lexington, this one in Louisville, I I, I don't – Cunningham could end up having a huge game, and we could come back on Monday's show and say, listen, Kentucky's defense had kind of stunk for a little bit. We should have seen this coming. If Kentucky's offense isn't able to do whatever they want, that's going to be the biggest surprise. Yeah, yeah. That's the, going to be what will the, shock me if Kentucky's and, and, just not able to move the ball, move the chains, and score.
0: We we talked about that during the first break. the 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 more surprising part of the line might be just the over under total. Like what? Yeah,
2: that's I, wild.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't understand that one at all.
2: Honestly, it, it, I, same with you or same with me. I, I don't understand how you can think U of L's favorite, but keep the over under that that point. Kentucky <laughs> yeah. score. Kentucky, so either you think if you Kentucky is going to be able to put up 30 points easy, yeah. um, anything less than that would be a surprise and be a disappointment. So if you think Louisville's going to win, which Vegas does, then that also would seem to insinuate that you think U of L is going to be getting in the 30s, in which case a 56 57 over under is wild.
0: I, I will say the only it will be a limited possession game, like both teams are.
2: I do agree with that.
0: Yeah, like that. That's that's kind of how they they like to roll. Let's let's control the the, the let's let's have the ball in our hands. So it's a little more old school thinking. So may, maybe that's where that over under comes in, and it makes a little bit of sense. But it still doesn't make a ton to me. Um, and
2: this this doesn't matter so much for the line. And unfortunately, that Tennessee game is an easy one to point to. But I, I don't think Louisville is going to have long possessions, though. I think they're either going to score quick or they're not going to score at all. I just can't imagine them you know, starting at their 20 and then having a six-minute drive that gets them in the red zone and either gets them a touchdown or a field goal. That's just not generally how they operate. Man,
0: L's down. Gosh, I'm... The weird
2: stuff with Vegas with this game.
0: I really am not a big L's down person, but I think I'm just going to throw it down all week, just casually. I'm,
2: I'm sadly not, although I was... I used to be like, hey, don't give doing L's down is kind of recognizing L's up and we shouldn't even be doing that. But seeing how worked up they get yeah. has, has yeah. actually made me just kind of like, all right, do whatever you want. Let everybody <laughs> do whatever they want. Live and, live and let live.
1: Uh, but
2: you're not going to, you're not going to see me going around throwing L's down. Uh U of L's big thing is them saying guns down. Oh yeah. To- yeah.
0: That's their new thing. Um, for the
2: Lexington six, which. um That's pretty. Know, uh
0: Like, pretty sure
2: CNNs would be quick to point out like racial stuff on that if it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Let them let them have their fun. Uh, Innocent people go to a party. Maybe there's race stuff involved. Maybe there's physical altercations involved. Nothing comes of it ultimately.
0: No, it's not like the uh, the 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 two players that miss a game because a gunshot wound. Remember that graphic.
2: I do remember yeah. that graphic. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's S- coming from those football.
0: coming from those people. Yeah.
2: Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton's text line. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper, but cats by 90 this week. A texture says SEC football, where it just means more, except we still keep these worthless part time refs around year after year. Inexcusable. Yeah. Hey, Packers got some bad calls at Minnesota hmm suck it nfl man, yeah. that's just, you know it was whatever that game was frustrating mason crosby oh buddy
0: man yeah buddy time to hang it up
2: i mean he hit the four up. yarder and then comes back and misses the easy one i just <laughs>
0: <sighs> Biscuits. oh man and a texter says absolutely nothing kicks off the holiday season spirit like Louisville hate week thankful for all the laughs they provide
2: should be another doozy of a week they're non-stop
0: Mm-hmm. We are sending Bob Huggins to the Hague, man. Or is that's... it the hog? Oh, either way, like it's eight fifty-six. We had the Bob Huggins talking smack to Oscar Sheboy and man. Reed Shepard committing to Kentucky. It's just that's how much hap- is happening this week. We didn't even discuss it.
2: Yeah, Reed Shepard. We basically talked about as a commitment already. So we'll add more commentary where we, where and when we can. But awesome, you know, those was yeah. cool to get him. I like Bob Huggins a lot. The Oscar stuff is really weird. Like, yeah,
0: the the I, like I the that, so-called All American or whatever did he call him? Like a supposed yeah. McDonald's All American? It's like
2: what are you talking about? Yeah, I like Bob Huggins. It's you can't really defend him on this one. There's two sides to every story. I have no doubt that they probably didn't like the way that things shook out with him leaving middle of the year. All that being said, it seems to be a hard worker, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't Where did all this
1: come from? Like where what did, who was he talking to that brought uh, up Oscar Sheepway? I think uh, they were reporters like out in a
2: game or something and yeah. a reporter brought it
1: up. That's that was the confusing thing for me. I kept seeing all the stuff about it on Twitter and I'm like, "Wait, they're not playing Kentucky. Why would Bob Huggins be talking about Oscar Sheepway at this point?"
0: in the thing too especially when you talk about working there was one offensive rebound he grabbed in that game Friday night where he was jumping out of bounds and like saved it (laughs) it's like what do you how can you if there's you can maybe critique some things about Oscar but effort is not one of them
2: his jump shots always been a little underrated as a prospect but when you have somebody that big you don't want them floating away and shooting jumpers so I understood why I mean it was wasn't so much a knock on him but it wasn't really ever talked about as a strength of his, but he is a his shot has improved a ton just from West Virginia days. Does he does he did he do that by not working hard? Did he do did that just happen overnight for him? And he had a not so uh, subtle tweet after all the stuff unfolded. If your past still troubles you, you have moved on without learning the lesson. Let your faith be bigger than your fear. Hey Bob, let your faith be bigger than your fear and if oscar leaving still troubles you you haven't learned the lesson man you haven't learned the lesson i mean leave it to to big o to leave a big message
0: i mean my goodness that that just the maturity
2: Mm. do. do, do. feel like we need some full house music in the background officiating was disgusting the first 10 minutes of that basketball game
0: yeah it wasn't great not great yeah
2: it was it was whatever I was getting folky flashbacks seeing Banderspluge just score all over Kentucky.
0: Yeah. But he also got like really kind of trigger happy, you know? He did.
2: He did. Yeah. He, he did. Bright lights. I didn't blame him though. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Keon Brooks. We need him to be a better defender because we want him on the floor for his offense. Got to be a little bit better on the other end.
0: Dexter says, I sure hope we run the ball more next Saturday.
2: Yeah, they win. If Kentucky wants to, they're going to be able to, folks. Oh, they want yeah. to throw it they're going to be able to do that too
0: tied at 48 with thirteen thirty left uk finished the game on a 29 11
2: run not too shabby not too shabby that's at a, all that's a good team to do that against mm-hmm. that's a, it really is like maybe you can make the case should we be tied with 13 30 to play it, it's a november basketball game how many times have we seen kentucky in that spot and guess what with six minutes to go it's a tie game so uh, sometimes it's just nice to see them put their foot on the gas and bury a team. And that's what the cats, the basket cats did on Friday. And they'll do it tonight too. Don't you worry.
0: Uh, hey fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. I'm coming to Lexington hey for the Albany game and then the central Michigan game. Oh wow. Twofer. So I'm going to get your suggestions of places to eat before the game. I've only been to two games within my life and not familiar with the area, but I want to make sure I go to some staples of Lexington. Go Kate. Uh, oh,
2: go to Saul. Good not anywhere close to downtown no yeah it is it's it's right
0: in the heart of downtown or do they they move it out of it
2: that's all good is first off not the original and secondly no longer there
0: never been to it either though uh refused to go to that place because of the zebra print it just pissed me off so never been never gonna go
2: just terrible logic but right up your alley so
0: yep (laughs) i just have i have takes i have just like you will not eat a fast food burger suck it's all good
2: i hate your stupid zebra print that's a niche thing. You're missing out on Saul, good food.
0: I also would would not make – like, it's still not the primo, uh, like, fine dining downtown. I, I think if you're, like, campus spots, like, Joe B's, Joe Bologna's is one of them, but I never ate there in college at all. Like, not even once. I would probably go once or twice before uh, basketball games.
2: After the UK-UNC game, the Anthony Davis block. Oh, nice! Call nice. her at Joe Belows. That uh, I we we would go there. I love their their pizza. I think they've got the best pizza in Lexington. They get the big listen,
0: breadsticks that are nice.
2: I'm I'm out of my element talking Lexington food, so I I can be the first one to admit that I'm out of the food game when it comes to Lexington. Always loved Lexington food when I lived there for five years. It, I still think Louisville's a better food town, but Louisville's bigger, so that's maybe not all that surprising. I do think Lexington is a great food town, though.
0: Yeah, you'd get a good amount of UK fans at like KS Bar, or um, I'm sure there's plenty of people at Ruby's and Tony's that are a little bit of your more blue haired crowd, but um, yeah, you got you got quite a few options, and a- also just a good old trip to Tolly Ho, like that, 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 that's some, that's some good Thanksgiving week eats, you know, before the game.
2: Is Sawyer still open downtown? That place was good, quick, fast, easy. I don't, I don't I
0: remember that. Uh, the- oh,
2: yes. Just like a greasy grill.
0: The other, uh, and I'm Shakespeare and Co. was a very popular place downtown too. Oh, is fast. Uh,
2: Charlie Brown still open?
0: Yes. In, in Chevy Chase, Charlie Brown's still open. Yeah.
2: It's still open. They yeah. have, I think that was my favorite burger in Lexington. Gosh, Charlie Brown and their cheese, their spicy cheese balls. Ugh. Yeah. The Ugh. spicy
0: cheese balls at like 1 30 in the morning are just really, they hit different.
2: We're, and then, like the, the rumor is Charlie, I don't. It's not a rumor. It's true that like you know, it's got all those books in there, and the mm-hmm. owner will put like hundred dollar bills in some of the books. Just, yeah. just like if you find it, you find it. All right, we gotta go, and we're giving a lot of likes. <laughs> we Dallas. gave out
0: way too many. We 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 defeated. Free, the purpose. free
2: business Monday.
0: Just seen the spread of the in the over for the game. Hammer the over. Bet the house fifty six. That may be covered in the
2: first half. <laughs> if that's not covered, something's gone. I think horribly wrong for somebody
0: yeah horribly wrong yeah <laughs> that, that, there's no doubt about it uh i said this after the duke game and you both disagreed with me so i asked again why can't we get grady the ball more uh he's a proven scorer and a proven shooter ty ty throwing up bricks and staying and stays committing turnovers I, i'm kind of with well, you but re- i feel re- like they've re- got grady re- the just like text. shooting threes Uh yeah, washington next- turning it on now still believe they need to find something for grady okay
2: but Grady was shooting 56% from three going into this game. Like, here's, here's, this is, this is all new to all of us. And we're still learning and we're figuring this stuff out together. But like, there's going to be, not every player is going to be able to have a big game every night. So on Friday, Grady kind of took a, a backseat a little bit to Mintz. Mintz was playing well. It's, there's going to, and there's going to be games where Mintz you, where there has been games where you hardly even notice them. Uh, it's going to it's gonna shift, and it's gonna, and that's the beauty about this team is you have options. That's a good thing. Grady wasn't the best option on Friday for whatever reason.
0: And, uh, and it's good that you can have a guy there that doesn't have to be it every week or every single night, but is pretty reliable w- when you can go to him. Uh, kind of why we compared him to Darius Miller entering the season. Uh, Taxer on the thorn Sexon says, having a good word with Stoops
2: flying down to LSU after the Louisville game. Oh, wow, good word. You heard that good word here. Safe travels, if that's true. Best of luck to him in the interview. Can't thank Stoops enough for everything he's done at Kentucky. And if LSU wants him and that's what he wants to do, then life goes on and Kentucky could bring in another really great coach and keep the momentum moving. That being said, Texter, I don't know if I believe you. Yeah, I
0: don't believe you either. Also, I I would say it would be a tough time to hire a coach just from the um, (laughs) – There's a lot of options out there right now. That 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 is the only thing that really hurts w- would hurt Kentucky if that were the case, um, is that there's just going to be a lot of a lot of moving parts um, this off season. Texter Texture says line is extremely shady. It, it feels that way, but like I said before, your S and P Plus, a lot of them had that right around the line. I knew Louisville was going to be a favorite at some point. What's surprising me more is that they got a they they got they got a half point just in the 24 hour since. So. Same. Money, the money, money porn to, on Louisville.
2: The texter goes on to say, whenever a team has more losses than, the, than his favorite, more times than not, that team usually covers. I'm not liking this line one bit. There is something about, like, this stinks, and I'm a little hesitant, and it makes me a little nervous. And maybe on Monday we're saying, you know what, we should have known. We should have known. That being said, we all knew that Ole Miss was going to cover against Louisville. We said that for months. We said that for months, and what does Ole Miss do? They went out there and covered. I think sometimes people just kind of forget about the SEC difference a little bit.
0: Yeah,
1: they, uh, they
2: get caught up in seeing U of L put up points against their opponents and their Power Five teams, but it it's not ACC and SEC are very different.
0: The uh, the the part two that they mentioned, though, I do like betting unranked favorite teams over ranked underdogs um but it didn't work this weekend this uh, this most recent weekend with baylor beating uh kansas state so hey it's it's a fun little trend to keep an eye on but it doesn't happen all the time uh texture says you guys need to redo those first five to eight minutes for the streamers dead air oh, well. hey you know it happens we figure it happy out
2: happy monday to you you're listening
0: do <laughs> <Did laughs> not hear you until 7 11 you're not coming across the electronic highway well steve we got it fixed thankfully uh personally
2: everybody that always, and seriously thanks to the folks that let us know that stuff sometimes we don't know unless you all tell us so thank yeah, you all. i
1: really appreciate it for real
0: Uh, personally not a Dan Mullen fan, but I do think he can coach football. Does Mark Stoops see the Dan Mullen situation affect him pursuing greener pastures? I think it does. I think it
2: does. You'd have to, you'd hope. And at some, and and there are some people, there's whispers wherever you hear them that like Stoops is just ready to take on something new, but like you gotta, you you at least have to know you could go to three new year, six bulls. You could be rocking and rolling and then one bad year and poof, all gone. Mm -hmm. That's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. I think if you're a coach and you kind of take pride in yourself, which every coach does. So, Texter says
1: Mm.
0: Interesting. Uh, John here. Good morning, buddies. Wow. The Chiefs defense is waking up at the right time. I'm loving Feast this week. Uh the cats. Feast week. Oh, feast week. feast week. Oh, Feast week. Gotcha. I was a little confused. The cats are going to start off with the Thanksgiving appetizer today. We'll call this mashed potatoes and baskets gravy victory. I got a 10 a.m. game this morning for the Purple Aces that I might go to. Tell me, guys, what is the earliest college basketball game you have ever been to or seen? Uh, man, I don't know. I've never been to an early well, college basketball game.
2: I mean, UK, again, would have that noon or I think maybe maybe one time it started at 11, so that would be it. And then I definitely covered like an 11 a.m. women's basketball game for the Kentucky Colonel. They're, they're, they they're had mm-hmm. earlier games more frequently. I mean, right, still maybe right. only like two a year. So probably one of those, John. 10 a.m., his time is 11 our time. He says, uh, again, correction, game is in Fort Myers, Florida for my aces. I'm definitely not going in person, but digitally I'll be there. LOL, sorry for misspeaking, guys. We'll got to go talk to you later. Oh gosh, thanks for clarifying.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Also, the Chiefs defense is looking pretty
2: pretty pretty good. Uh the Texter says the players will love Dan Molin's wife. Is she the one that was given like the players' yeah. kisses on the lips? Yeah,
0: she like French kisses, all of her players. So yeah.
2: <laughs> let's get let's get the Mullins in Lexington if Stoops decides to go. This could be interesting.
0: Could be interesting. Bully or Josh will break. Don't call me Mikhail Cunningham. Also this what was me crap is annoying. Louisville stinks. They have stunk for years now, and they aren't changing on Saturday. woo Suck it, yeah. cards.
2: So, and you're going to have you of all fans that are like, well, you all just turn your nose up at us, and clearly you're wrong because Vegas thinks you're wrong. We'll see if we're wrong on Saturday. We'll see if we're wrong on Saturday. And hopefully Kentucky fans are either going to be <laughs> rich and happy or broke and really, really sad because I I can't – got to just bet the house on the Cats, folks. Last two games have just been absolutely complete beatdowns. Nothing's changed in the trenches. You've has got a great quarterback. That's it. That's it. It's Malik and a bunch of other dudes. Kentucky will find a way to win. We'll have all week to talk about it, Roush.
0: Oh, and it's going to be a blast. Uh, a fun way to kick off the, the holiday season, beating the snot out of yeah. Louisville.
2: And by all week, not all week, we only are going to have a few shows this week. But we'll tell you more about that tomorrow. Cats tonight, uh, UK wins by 32. Uh,
0: Cats by
2: 29. 37. Okay, you heard it here first. Everybody have a good Monday. We'll see you on Tuesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Thanks for all the time. See you later.
1: ¡Suscríbete